Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. Myself, TJ Pittenger, Bencock, and Brendan Sanone is his last name. How are you guys doing tonight? Hello. <laughs> um, that's not even the right. <laughs> um, you're the worst. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. We're excited to be with you again or today. Hopefully, you're listening to this during the day. But uh, if you listen at night, then hopefully you're drinking something and enjoying some some sips some libations with us uh we have a fun show for you tonight every show is fun whether we think it is or not but that's just what you say when you're doing the intro to a show we are going to talk a little bit about the makers mark distillery their history their line some limited releases some different things they do and then we're going to get back to our replacement segment that we've done for the last two weeks we've got an exciting replacement for you guys of course we're going to hit our pursuits and purchases we're going to preview what we're reviewing on Thursday's episode, and then we're going to get out of here. So let's start out with our Maker's Mark distillery segment. But before we get to that, if you're listening, if you're checking us out, if you could follow us on all the social medias, we sure would appreciate it. That's Bourbon on a Budget, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, all of the different places. We really enjoy the fan interaction. We really enjoy hanging out with you guys on social media. We get a lot of tags on Twitter and Instagram stories and different things of what you guys are drinking every night. And so we appreciate that. We enjoy following along with it. So hit us up on social media. Guys, what are you drinking tonight before we get into it? We haven't done that in a while. I Ooh. am drinking, fittingly, for Maker's Mark. You see the red waxiness here, Maker's Mark. This is Maker's Cast Strength 46. as a little kind of a mini bottle from Costco. And I have to say, the nose... That's quite spectacular. Ben, what are, what are you drinking? So I'm actually alternating between <laughs> uh, a couple different bean products. One is this Yellowstone hand-picked barrel, uh, barrel pick from a store in our area. And I have a Maker's Private Select Rob Samuels uh, cast strength, also from Costco. Shout out, Costco. You're my favorite. Still? Oh, we won't talk about it. Um, <laughs> You're dead to me. I have a Lucan's pick. Ooh, a cannoli. Stay Finish Cannoli. We'll talk about <sighs> these later, what these are, what makes them different, what makes them special. Um, cannoli, something a little bit different. Hopefully you guys will um, <laughs> like our conversation about that. Let's talk about the Makers Distillery. Brandon, let's talk some history. The floor is yours. You have 15 minutes. Let's go. Oh, I don't think it's going to take me 35 <laughs> minutes on the clock. I should have done more research. All right. So Maker's Mark, uh, for those of you who are not familiar, is a weeded bourbon, which basically means that uh, wheat is replacing an ingredient or is a dominant ingredient, not as much as corn, unless it's a straight wheat, which then doesn't make it a bourbon, I think is how it works. Anyways, wheat replaces rye. And this mash bill for Maker's Mark, uh, bourbon is the dominant grain. It's about 70%. And then I think that wheat is 16%. Uh, we'll look that up for when we review Maker's Mark. Spoiler alert on the next show. Uh, and then malted barley's in it too. So they make it with wheat that has a smoothness to the profile. Typically, uh, it, the rye is spicier and uh, more verbose. And wheat usually kind of mellows it out a little bit. makes it sweeter. Uh, which is something that we are going to discuss as we go over the, the product line for Maker's Mark. But yeah, the, the wheat makes a big difference and it is super distinct, especially Maker's Mark. You'll know a Maker's almost anywhere once you get used to it because their mash bill is uh, one so consistent throughout the line, even as they're adding staves and whatnot to it. Uh, it it's good stuff. I'm a fan of Maker's Mark and I've become increasingly a bigger fan as I've explored their uh, their entire line. So Maker's Mark, uh, I'm going to read a little bit here. Some of this is from the Wikipedia, as I like to call it. Uh, it began when William 
quote unquote Bill Samuels purchased the Burks Distillery in Kentucky for $35,000 on October 1st, 1953. So, 19 I mean, that seems like that they it's worth much more than that now, I would, I would imagine. Um, the product uh, started being produced in 1954. The first run was bottled in 1958 under the brand's Dipped Red Sea Wax. So that's what I want to get to in, in part of the history here with Maker's Mark. You can see behind me here all the other types of makers. So all of them have hand-dipped red wax. Why? Uh, well, basically, when Maker's was kind of coming into uh, its own in the 1950s, Bourbon wasn't super popular. I know we think Mad Men and bourbon being popular, but but really, especially as we got to the 1960s and 1970s, there was a lot of restrictions on on grains and uh, a lot of stemming from from post World War II and the 19 well when did World War II end 1940 something right so so anyways there, there was part of this uh, that kind of came from that 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 made some grains restricted. As a result, a lot of people started going to different types of liquor, different types of alcohol, and the grain super grain based. Bourbon kind of fell out of uh, out of favor uh, for a lot of different people. So, makers trying to distinguish itself as a newbie, as a young bourbon, uh, said, "Hey, how are we going to do that?" Well, one idea that uh, was decided by Miss Marty Samuels, who is Bill's wife, she said, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and dip everything in red wax. Uh, it was fairly inexpensive. It made it pretty obvious what it was uh, when you were at the storefront. That's how the red wax came to be." Uh, one other thing about Maker's Mark and its marketing, <laughs> Maker's Marketing, see what I did there, guys? Uh, it is, um, this was very creative. This, again, around the same time, 60s and 70s, when when other types of spirits are like, uh, like um, I'm trying to think of it, like basically uh, grain uh, spirit, like grain whiskey was was more popular. It was diluted with with water and, and, and grain alcohol. It's just not, not the pure, delicious brown stuff that we drink now. Uh, people were kind of rushing to the bottom, right? They were trying to get the cheapest type of, of whiskey out there and, and just try to make it readily available. Well, Maker's Mark said, no, we're going to go the opposite direction with our marketing. Uh, we are going to say that it is, quote unquote, it tastes expensive and it is. So while everyone else was going lowbrow, Maker's Mark said we're going highbrow. I know today Maker's Mark is considered its baseline a pretty uh, baseline budgety bourbon. But at the time, they said we were going to have quality, we were going to taste different, we were going to look different than what everyone else is doing, and that worked for them. They're obviously still here today. Uh, it sold multiple times, uh, I think about like half a dozen, and, and since it was around in the 1950s, uh, but most recently it was purchased by Beam Centauri, that's Jim Beam, uh, for those of you listening at home, and that was in 2014. So it's remained there since, they've expanded their lines, located in Kentucky, that is a, I guess, fairly quick, certainly not 15 minutes. What was this, like three or four minutes? I'm talking fast. I feel like an auctioneer right now of Maker's Mark. Ben, would Hello. you like to let the people know, uh, beyond just the basic Maker's Mark, the 90 proof, or what else, what else is out there? Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit of their product line. Uh, Bryn was just talking about Maker's Mark entry-level product, um, which is coming up on review Spoiler alert, later this week. Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to that, they have Maker's Mark 46, which is part of their introduction into the stave finishing. So they uh, distill their normal Maker's Mark product and they insert 10 French oak staves into the barrel, age that for another uh, nine weeks, I believe. And they bottle that at 94 proof. And that is Maker's Mark 46. Uh, in recent years, they've been coming out with their uh, cast strength uh, additions to the to their line. So you have Maker's Mark cast strength, Maker's Mark 46, and then addition to that is Maker's Mark uh, 46 cast strength. They've also released Maker's Mark 101, which is their base model Maker's Mark proofed up a little bit to 101. It's usually going to compete with your old Forester 100, your... Wild Turkey 101s. Uh, that was a limited time release. I don't know if they've decided whether or not to keep releasing that product uh, or not. But as you move into the more uh, rare releases and the store picks, which TJ is going to talk about in a little bit, you get into uh, stave finishing, which is Maker's Mark kind of signature in the bourbon, bourbon realm where they can choose 
uh, a myriad of staves and kind of create a flavor profile that the buyer you know wants to choose. Um, they also have annual releases uh, that are designed by the distillery and they're released once a year. This most recent one is FAE FAE 01. And that was released in 2020. TJ and Brendan both have that bottle and absolutely love it. So uh, once you get into the higher uh, end products from Maker's Mark, there's a lot of variety, a lot of customization uh, to kind of be found there. Uh, but that was pretty much a lot of the strict product line from uh, Maker's. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the FAE in just a minute. Brendan and I both do have a bottle. Brendan likes it a little bit more than I do. I don't love it, but I don't dislike it by any means. Ben hates it. I adore it. It is it ain't great for me. So Ben just thinks he's funny, and so he lies a lot. So I just put it yes. So I have this bottle for those that are watching. It's the cannoli profile. Um, man, it is excellent. We've had a few from the local store here, Lucan's. Yes. Um, they had a caramel apple. That was Great. absolutely phenomenal. Great. Probably liked it a tiny bit better than this cannoli, uh, but the cannoli is still very good. I sent a buddy of mine this cannoli. I have a buddy, same buddy, whose birthday is actually tomorrow. We're recording this the day before his birthday, but his birthday is on 6-9. Nice. Um, he is sending me a bottle of Maker's uh, with a profile. The stave profile is called... Uh, dipped donuts. So what is a stave profile? It's got different names, different profiles coming out. I've seen a ton of them. I've seen a ton of different interesting names. It doesn't necessarily taste just like a cannoli, but let me read you the five different stave profiles that are possibilities. And then we'll kind of talk about what they do. They have one that's like a baked American pure. That baked American pure is an American oak that's slowly toasted. It adds notes of brown sugar, vanilla, caramel, and spice. They have a Maker's Mark 46 stave. It's the their regular stave, their 46 stave that started the whole experiment. It delivers notes of dried fruit, vanilla, spice that you may be familiar with, familiar with if you've had the regular Maker's Mark 46. They have a seared French cuvee stave. It's a French oak stave that's cooked in infrared heat. It gives it toasty notes of oak and caramel. There's a roasted French stave, uh, kind of a French mocha is kind of what they get from that. You get traces of milk chocolate, nuts, and dark dried fruit, if I could speak. And then there's a toasted French spice stave, which is cooked at both high and low temperatures in a convection oven. This stave has a flavor profile of smoke, coramin, am I saying that right? And spice. Um, so when you put some of those different staves together and you blend them in certain ways, you can pick 10 different stave profiles. This has zero of the baked American pure, two of the French cuvee, four of the makers, 46, three of the mocha and one of the spice. It is going to come up with different profiles. So the, the caramel apple one that we had had a lot of the baked American pure, a lot of that, um, you know, flavor that you would expect there. Some of the French spice that you're going to, that you would expect, um, and it made that kind of that caramel apple profile. Now it doesn't taste and, and I've had friends buy it and think that they were getting a caramel apple flavored whiskey. That shout is not the shout out Allie. <laughs> that is not the thought that is, it's not going to taste that sweet. It's not going to taste that, that not good. Cause good is subjective, but it's not going to be like that sweet flavored whiskey profile the hints are what you're getting on those different stave profiles. The cannoli one has a little bit of the mocha because in a cannoli, you just get a little bit of chocolate with the, right. With the uh, cream and the uh, pie crust filling and things like that. So anyway, really, really cool what they're doing with their, um, Ben's it is thunder thundering. Is like that yeah. is impressive. Sorry. Yeah. Brooks But, um, no, Really cool what they're able to do with all the different options. There's about a billion options you can make because you can select you can select ten of one if you wanted to, you know. And so different stores will do different things. I'm excited for the dip donuts. I assume that has a pretty a high, um, you know, in the mocha. Excited to try that one and see kind of what we find out uh, when we taste it. So um, 
Really, really cool there. Brendan, talk a little bit about the wood finishing. I know you love that one, so I don't want to steal your thunder there. The stave profiles are really, really cool. Go, I got all that info just on Maker's Mark website. Go to makersmark.com, hit private selection, and you can go through the different staves. It's cool to see what they look like, what exactly they're doing with them. I kind of tried to give you a quick snippet of each one of them, but uh, it's it's a cool uh, it's a cool process that they've got going on right now. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so this is the 2021 limited release FAE-01. Apparently, it's an FAE-02. I'm going to read what it says in the back because I think it's funny. The first release, FAE-01, is fruit-forward with more focus on barrel extractative extractives, extracts. Uh, the second release, FAE-02, wow. is texture-focused to really highlight the maker's mark mouthfeel. So uh, look forward to the uh, mouthfeel prominent one. But uh, so the FAE-01 is 55.1%. It's 110 proof. So uh, it's going to be spicy and it is finished. So we talked about, TJ talked about the 10 different options that you have uh, with these staves. This is 10 virgin oak staves. So our virgin oak is going to be uh, very wood flavored, very spicy typically. And uh, and one of the prominent notes on this on the nose is is tobacco and, and sure enough uh, one of my buddies uh, got this he really likes it but the the tobacco note is so strong on it it reminds him of a um, oh god what's the then I, I called it Denmark Denmark it's not right it's not Denmark it's Copenhagen Copenhagen I don't do a lot of dip <laughs> is Copenhagen in Denmark da uh, <laughs> so I'm not that stupid, just a little stupid. Uh, but it is very, um, just a little, just a little pequeño. Um, it is very pipe tobacco-y and earthy, which is so cool compared to the regular Maker's Mark, which again, spoiler alert, third time, uh, reviewing it uh, the next it's episode. It's no longer a spoiler alert this time. Uh, we just, just everyone like, knows. Nobody's going to listen. Right. Like, oh, let's go to 20 minutes in and see if there's a spoiler. It gets a 6.9 out of 10. Nice. Don't nice. bother watching it. No, I actually don't remember. That's the score. But we all end up liking it. But that's such a – can you feel the tension? <laughs> no, that was the thunder. Like, out of my plums. Um, anyways, this is so place. different than the standard offering, which is very uh, – fruity with cherry and sugary maple syrupy sweet basic uh so that's what's so cool about these different uh, limited editions that they have i also have a 2019 i couldn't find it for this but that was their first limited edition release it was awesome uh the 2020 i did not have and was told that wasn't as great i never had it uh, but yeah something to look for in addition to the guys looking for their store picks uh, I like to look for the limited edition uh, releases because i found that the two out of three so far have been superb i can't wait to find that mouthfeel one next we like maker's mark right we've we've talked about different distilleries we've done different things with them i think you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised with our review spoiler alert this one truly is we do the review a lot of times almost always before we do the regular show so that our palates are fresh so uh we we reviewed and, and we liked maker's mark a lot so check that out on thursday morning when it comes out maker's mark makes a great product just their regular um standard issue stuff is is great we talked about this on the review but you can get it in minis so if you're watching this go or listening go grab a mini of maker's mark and drink it with us while you're listening to the room unless you're like driving or at work or something that's yeah, not don't, a great idea well it works it. fine just not driving mm -hmm. i your boss i don't well depending on what you do for you know a living school's yeah. out so if, if you're you teaching work remotely feel free yeah. Yeah, uh, which like 90% of the country does right now. Like we're good. You know? I am going to be hyperbolic here. I think Maker's Mark among the prominent big time bourbon brands is the most underrated bourbon brand. I think it is, mm. a and the pricing indicates that it's not all jacked up and allocated like Buffalo Trace. Even uh, their secondary stuff. We didn't talk about these things, but what was your FAE? Like 60, 70 bucks? I think this was 60 seven, bucks. $70 at, uh, at ABC, so you get those points, and that's right around what MSRP should be, right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't pay crazy markups for this stuff, even on the yeah. secondary market, right? Um, like your FAE goes for like 85, 90 bucks, right? So you get a little bit of a bump on the secondary market, but nothing crazy. You're not paying 100 bucks for it. Um, so yeah, it's affordable, right? Like even their great stuff or their really, really good stuff doesn't get insane. And it's a great product. We didn't talk about the proof on these, but the proofs on these are anywhere from like 108 to 115 proof, right? For, what's the, store, for the store picks? For the store picks. What's your FAE? Similar, right? Uh, it's 110 and, and change. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's 111 and four, 111 four or something. So that's, that's good. That's a good proof with the product too. And the, and the pricing on them too, um, 
like per the proof, uh, I'm trying to find where's my cast strength. You don't need to see it. I think the cast strength is about forty to forty five dollars for a hundred and ten, hundred eleven yeah. proof cast strength. The forty six, which has a stave, is about forty dollars. Uh, I think the one hundred one might be the least uh, value friendly one. I think it's between thirty and forty dollars. I want to say, it, so, I think I got mine for forty one. So. Okay, so that's probably the one that doesn't quite hit home. I actually think the thirty, the forty six might be closer to about thirty, uh, less than forty dollars. But yeah, almost all of them. Uh, the bang for the buck is absurdly valuable for Maker's Mark, almost a, completely down the line. So, yeah, I'm a big fan, and I've, I've become an increasingly bigger fan the more we've kind of gotten into this and, and tried them. I didn't, I've never tried the cast string until Ben recommended it. And, Ben, thank you. It's opened up a whole new world of me spending. Yeah, on, it's great. Uh, on that yeah, it's really good. I would, I would say the like way to go goes with uh, like the oh, Maker's of store picks, 100%. Like the, with the customizability – and like kind of like the recipe creating with, with the store picks. I think that's, I would buy most store picks. If I can go walk into a store and try them, you know, like try their, uh, their barrel picks or whatever. Um, they're, they're like 60 bucks, huge kind of like, like I said, customization. And it's just a cool experience to like go and support local guys. So the maker store picks are what I'm buying most of the, most of the time. The annual releases is cool to have. They don't do as much for me as I, as I would like, but the, I think I mentioned this in like a, maybe a, a show in the past, but TJ brought over uh, some of the caramel apple to uh, universal. We were, we were staying at a hotel over there and we were sampling bourbon out of those little paper cups that you get in a hotel room next to the coffee ma machine. Right. And so we're drinking out of that. And I remember thinking this is way too good to be drinking out of, you know, paper, paper cups, but it, even in those cups, it was killer, killer, killer product. So store picks, get the right store. They will uh, pump out some great makers picks in my opinion. So that's a little bit about our makers. Do we have any other thoughts before we move on there? I think that was a good little section on a uh, segment on, uh, on makers mark. Buy, <laughs> buy or Sinone TJ cross pollinating podcast here by makers mark as a brand, right? I should known, no. known, known you using that because uh, I used it earlier today. And so I don't you get any of this joke. From me. I don't get any of this joke. So for those, that, like for those that are like Ben and have never gotten a joke in their lives. Um, <laughs> Brendan does another podcast called On the Bench where they uh, talk mostly about Florida State football. Oh. And if they let stuff. if they let one of the other guys talk, they get like five minutes of baseball talk in as well. But uh, – Mostly FSU football related. They have a segment called buy or Sonone instead of buy or sell. So a little play on words with uh, old Brindy Brin's last name. So, as obnoxious uh, as I am on this podcast, Ben, I'm more so on that one, which I host. And impossible. Of, no, it, it gets worse. Well, so known those guys for so much longer. Sonone turns into sell, which is this uh, negative connotation. So, yeah. yeah. And then it's incel and. Whoa. Okay. That got weird. So. <laughs> Then we will go to our replacement segment. I love this segment. We've done it for two weeks now. The first week we replaced blends. Next, Last week we replaced Weller 12. Moving away from the Buffalo Trace Distillery for this week's pick. Um, they they were taking a they were taking a beating. And they were almost up for another one this uh, this what this week. We were, we were so close expensive. to giving them one more, but we didn't. What did we go with today, Brendan? Oh God! I don't even have the little sample you gave me. I poured it already. It is Michter's Barrel Strength. It was Barrel Strength, bro. No, it's just no. Oh, sorry, Keith. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're leaving uh, it, it in was, for sure. There was some confusion because I felt like it's not marketed super well. What it is? I know they have the Michter's Toasted Barrel Strength Dry. They have Michter's Barrel Strength Dry. They have Michter's Toasted uh, Sour Mash. And they have Michter's toasted bourbon we are doing the mictors toasted bourbon don't tell me to keep going tj I, I know this is i'm a professional although i don't know exactly where he wants me to go after i told him what the bourbon was it was mictors mictors toasted bourbon yeah anyway we're replacing this week <laughs> mictors toasted bourbon thanks we should edit out thanks all that TJ. Yeah. no just leave it all in <laughs> um just because editing is a pain back so, to you tj um <laughs> The last time this was released was 2018, so it's pretty hard to find. That's kind of a good reason to replace it, try to look for something new. It is super difficult to find hmm. because it hasn't been out in three years, right? 
Been um, around three years. 2018 was the last time that this they was released. do something different. So 2019 was the right. sour mash toasted, and uh, 2020 uh, was rock. Rock. 2021. We don't know yet. Hopefully, all three, but um, probably not. The combined, probably not. you know what? Uh, Mictors, my favorite Mictors bang for the buck is their American whiskey. It's basically just bourbon, but it's not finished in. It, it's not in the new uh, oak barrel, which is what you know one of the oak What's requirements. It I think it's a used oak barrel, so it's nothing super fancy. It just doesn't have the restriction of this, so it softens out like the witty harshness of of some bourbons, and it makes it it too woody, too woody. You don't want too much wood, just a little wood. Um, super vanilla bomb. So Mictors does a great job. That's what I was trying to say, and I would love to have a barrel strength American whiskey by Mictors. Mm, I think that would be fantastic. I think that'd be great. So I do like Mictors a lot. I like a lot of their stuff. I'm a I'm kind of a We've talked about this. I'm kind of a simp for the uh, toasted barrel stuff. That's that's kind of right up my alley. I have um, the old mix simp. I have the uh, mixers toasted barrel bourbon. I've got the rye. I've got the um, sour mash. I actually have an extra one of the rye. I have the 17 rye. So they kind of go in order like that. I have the one that was before this 18 bourbon. I haven't cracked that 17 rye to try it yet. But uh, I like the toasted stuff. We talked about Elijah Craig toaster. We talked about different things. Um, but I like all of Mictors stuff, like not just their toasted barrel. I think that Mictors has a like much like um, Makers. Mictors has a very distinct toasty flavor to it already, and I think that that's just expounded upon with their toasted finish things. But I really like the Mictors, uh, uh, the Mictors brand series brand all of it you know super yeah. high quality across the board everything they do even if it's not like your cup of tea tj like it everything you can tell like it's yeah. it's good it, they do a really good job so how are you uh replacing this tj what's your uh what's your option here you want to so, buy one but it hasn't been out since 2018 you got to walk into a store let's start what do you like what do you love because i know you uh, love this you're you are a super fan what do you love about uh the the toasted bourbon limited release here so I feel like to adequately answer this, I probably need to pour just a little bit. Oh, if, if you uh, have to, excuse. I know that's going to be what so an excuse. Well, for you. we talked about this on the last episode. I have not had this. The last three people to drink this were not me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't typically drink this. I'm only pouring a little bit. Yeah, I have a sample up here from you, TJ, and I don't want to even drink the whole thing right now. I don't typically drink this unless people are over because it's that good to me that I want to share it with people. And if I start drinking it, I'll just finish it all on the same night. That's the other side of that. So I am going to take a little sip. I mean, literally just got just a tiny bit. The nose is exquisite on it. It is like, like a lot of the uh, double Oak kind of series, the toasted stuff that we've enjoyed the 1910, the double Oak Woodford. Uh, This nose is exceptional. Exquisite. Yeah. How did you it, get it into would, the? Uh, it, it would probably get a two point It'd probably get a two on the nose. It is maybe like maybe if you wanted to round it up to like a two point five and, and cheat and go above our scale, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It might be a burnt. It's like a burnt marshmallow. Like it's so good. It's so warm. It's so inviting. It's so sweet. Super it's, chocolatey. Super yeah, sweet. And that toast. Like like, yeah, that s'more toast mm, finish s'more. is so great. Um, how did I get into it, Ben? I think is what you yeah, were yeah. asking. Yeah, how'd you get I was into it? I was in a bar in Savannah, Georgia, and saw that they had Mictors up there, and they had a Mictors ten year, and then right next to it they had a toasted barrel, and I said, "Oh man, I've been, I've seen that before," and so can I try it? Can I try your toasted barrel? Loved it. It blew the Mictors ten out of the water to me. I've since had the Mictors ten. I had it at a bar a few weeks ago, and it was great. Um, but I tried the toasted I really barrel. Like the Mictors ten to be a little overrated, personally. Just so I got it. Enough. Yeah, I got it. It's good. It's a, good. I got it it's in a just flight. Not Two hundred dollars, good. No, it's not. But retail's like one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty, and that's really even, it, even then. Even then, it's a little high. But wagon on cut unfiltered for eighty five. That's all I'm saying. So back to me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna meet myself. Very good. Uh, it's my favorite thing you've ever saw on the show. So anyway, up in a bar in Savannah, I think it was called Congress on Social. Um, shout out them. But uh, grabbed a grabbed a pour of it. Uh, it was eighteen dollars a pour. The guy rang it up wrong for six bucks, and I was like, "He's like, hey, I accidentally charged the wrong thing, but I already rang it in, so it's like six bucks." I was like, "All right, I'll take two more pours." He's like, "Well, they're gonna be like 18. I was like, "Oh, I'll still take two more pours." Like, because I was like, "Ah, oh, math. I've already saved like twelve bucks, so then I'm really just getting them for yeah, like logo. Yeah. So um, I ended up getting two more 
pores of it. I mean, Savannah, you walk everywhere, so who cares? Um, but uh, it was fantastic. We went back the next night um, so that I could get one more pour of it. We, we had gone out and gone to a few different bars that evening. And I was like, hey, let's run by there. And let me get one more drink of that before we leave town and go. So um, got into it that way. Found a couple bottles on the secondary market. We had an episode on the secondary market last week, won some raffles and was able to pick up a couple of bottles. So really good stuff. I don't know. Like you said, the finish is fantastic, Brendan. I don't know if you just sampled any of yours, but the samp- the finish is so, so good on it. Um, it lingers like Ben likes. I wish this was a little higher proof. It's really, really easy to drink at just 90 proof or 90.4. 90, 90, oh, I thought it was 94. That hurts it. Oh. It's the only thing that hurts it. If it was a hundred proof, I think this would be. Uh, be a, so I could do a barrel straight toasted barrel. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, Which could be what we get this year. Like you just never know. You know, yeah, it, it could know. be could be what comes out. But yeah, no, it's fantastic. There's a bunch of chocolate in it as well. The toasted. I mean, it's a. I'm good for putting um, drinks in a glass. So it's a, it's a s'mores in a glass. So there you go. That's that's what I like about it. It is it is delicious. Uh, thank you for sharing it. It's really good. Uh, the nose is, is by far the best. Like with all the toasted ones, like the nose just is has a level of depth and complexity. Uh, and I think it's that toasted the toasted barrel which we've talked about before make, makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's right. absolutely fantastic. Uh, are we replacing this thing? Am I replacing yeah. it first? Am yeah, I going yeah. first? Yeah, you yeah. go ahead. You're the one who loves it, man. You walk so, into the store, you want to figure out how to replace it. What are you looking at? So there is no replacing this. Right, I'll just say that. Like this okay, is gonna. Brendan, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no replacing, but you can get close, and you can get close in a decent way with something else that I'm a fan girl of. Um, Old Forester 1910. You call yourself a fanboy? Why did you? Uh... Well, I, it's 2021. I'm trying to 1910. Be, I'm trying to be inclusive, okay, Brendan. Um, He's such a fan person of 1910. Great. Pick up here, 1910, Old Forester's Old Fine Whiskey. We've talked about this. This is a double-oaked, finished in toasted barrels option for you from Old Forester. That is fantastic. I actually just picked up another bottle of it, so I'm going to crack the bottle for the first time. Oh, that sound was terrible. Let's do it again, dude. Oh, there we go. So, um, and try it right next to it. We're going to eventually do like a toast-off, but uh, I'll try this right here and right now. Toast-off, baby. We did an episode on toasting, so I feel like this is going to be pretty similar to that one. But let's talk. Th- let's talk about this 1910 real quick. Of course, you did take the yeah. opportunity to get yeah, just just be deep in uh, 1910. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, 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 excellent. Not <laughs> really as surprise. I had never I had never idea. So not as sweet. I you know doesn't have those same characteristics, but. 1910 is a decent alternative for the same for for less price, much easier to find, a little bit higher proof. We're talking 94 as opposed to just under 91. Um, it's a good alternative. Oh no, this is 91.4. Sorry, is the mixture's toasted barrel. So a little bit higher in proof. Got a lot of that same sweetness. Got some of that toasty finish to it. Um, the double barrel. It's good. It's a good alternative that you can find a lot of places. 1910 is my replacement for Mixer's Toasted Barrel. Ben, I'm out of breath and feel like I talked for the last 10 minutes. I'm tired of hearing myself, so I know these people definitely are. Go ahead. These toasted bourbons literally took his breath away. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so for me. (laughs) Uh Oh, we have to pay royalties. Edit it out. Yeah. Edit it out. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that rendition is going to cost us much. That will not. That'll be free. Don't ask us to pay. They're going to pay, yeah. pay us money. Yeah, just um, stop. Stop singing it. Anyway, ahead. speaking of uh, the double barrel, right? How about this? How about one of these little little special ones? Woodford Reserve, double oaked, uh, also toasted. Goodies. One of the OGs in toast. It's so toasty. They don't even need to brand itself as Toasted Barrel. You just taste it, you know. Boom. What for reserve? Double oaked. We still have mega toast. It's It's not. It's not finished in a Toasted Barrel, though, is it? It Yeah, it is. Toasted Barrel. Yes, Yes. they re-barrel into a heavily toasted barrel. 
We have they to just do don't a, brag about it because they're uh, you know bosses. A blind toast off. We have to do 1910. We have to do Woodford yep. Double Oak to do the Elijah Craig, yeah. and we have to do one of the Mictors ones yeah. too. Although I'm about to finish off the bourbon tonight, so yeah. I either say and, another one or we got. Yeah, we don't have stuff. enough bourbon to be doing the the sour. We do the sour mash. Sour one. mash is not. Yeah, that was the that's the least I exciting have. of the three. See, that I one's not going to win. I mean it. It should. It was like an eighty dollar bottle that was limited release and about $300 on secondary that we didn't talk about the secondary on this TJ. Isn't it like right now, if you want to try to get this bottle from what was yeah, 2019, is it like $400? $400. No, I think it's going to be between two fifty and three. Okay. So on the Google, Still a ton of money. Oh, really? Well, okay. You're, you yeah. have access to databases that I do not have and we'll leave it at that. I have a Blackberry and on my, on the, the Blackberry now has an app that, Called blacklisted. Yeah, it's blacklisted bourbon. So, um, all right, Woodford double oaked for Ben Brendan. Easily. Um, what are you? What are you going with? Woodford double so, oaked. Let me say this before you go. Woodford double oaked and uh, Old Forester nineteen ten. Very similar price points. Yeah. Uh, similar proofs. Both and available. Good, yeah, both good options. Um, so yeah, check them. Check them both. And Brendan. both brown foreman. Both brown foreman. Right. right. Give me my brown foreman. All right, so you guys are all like, I'm just going to stick with the double oaked and be toasted, boring down the line. Like, no, you're not going to straight up replace a what would normally be like an $80 bottle of bourbon or $200 or $300 on secondary, given that's older. And I'm just going to walk in the store and replace it with a double oaked or a 1910. It's just just not going to happen. It's just price point. No, Uh, it's not going to be the same. So I'm not even going to try to recreate this with a toasted barrel. I just, I, I can't do it. All right. Back to TJ. That's great. Good job, Brandon. Way to follow oh, the assignment. I pursuits. Initially, I was going to whip out one of my favorites here. I'm still whipping it out. Whipping out that smoke wagon, right? Right. Skin the smoke wagon. Small batch, uh, but it was more corn heavy on the nose and the taste with the high rye. It, it didn't emulate what I was looking for with the uh, with the mixtures toasted there. What did, however, just experimenting that that hit that marshmallow, that toasty, the chocolatey vibes that were very prominent from nose to taste to finish with the mixtures. How appropriate. This is Maker's 46 cask strength. The staves mm. in here the, give, it a, uh, give it a toasty finish in and of itself in a different way. Instead of putting it in the barrel, you're taking the wood and putting it into the bourbon itself uh, and smelling them like nose to nose. Not only are they similar, hear me out here. The maker's is richer and deeper and more complex on the nose than even this exquisite. Exquisite. Barrel. I mean, this maker's nose is just uh, other than the, oh no, a bug fell in it. There's a bug in here. Other than that, it's perfect. It's an amazing. I, send it back. I can't drink it now. Damn it. So, Maker's 46 cast strength for me would be one you can find it's limited release. However, I was in St. Pete this past weekend by you guys. Went to like two different stores and it was there for about like $60. Go ahead, buy Just one. Just pull the bug out and drink that. Why even go cask? Maker's 46 is 94 proof and then you're at... I don't have what's it. The, what's I the toasted 94? I, I, I haven't had it. Long isn't long. toasted at 94 proof or something like that? You think I could drink it, TJ? TJ yeah, I've done that before. Okay. Toasted at ninety-one point. Uh, oh yeah, you do the regular then. I don't know. I mean, the he nose. I think you need the proof for that nose to eclipse. Uh, Again, this, I, I being serious, this Mictor's nose is special, so I think you need an extra proof to eclipse it and to hang with it. You'll probably need the extra flavor too. I don't know what the regular forty-six right. would do. It's good. It's spicy, look. but I yeah, the, the cast strength gives it this complexity that that to me kind of. Knocks off the victors. So we've replaced three bourbons now. We'll have to try and find something to replace next week. Um, going to try and do this for at least two more weeks, get it up to five, and then maybe go back to a uh, an old favorite of ours, King of the King Hill. Of the Hill. Um, King of the Hill. See if we can uh, King of the Hill some rise. Um, so that's that. Pursuits and purchases, and then we'll get out of here. Kind of a quicker episode, but uh, we appreciate you guys, of course, for hanging out. Um, I picked up a couple of things today. Um, I want to have a conversation with you guys. I saw Eagle Rare on yes. a shelf 
at my local liquor store mm-hmm. for thirty two ninety nine. Right, reasonable, right. a little very high, reasonable price, technically, but reasonable. Yeah, yeah, maybe like a dollar or two high. But I think if you saw it at thirty, you'd be like, oh, that's great. You know, yeah. now Costco that's does great. do it at twenty five. Costco does does do it for Costco does do it. For, yeah, I was thinking about Ben for a minute. Oh. Um, <laughs> My house. Him, that's his nickname. We, I don't know Ben's house. We call him Caco. Um, <laughs> good old Caco. Um, <laughs> I'm Cacoed out. Um, Costco, Costco does it for forty or uh, twenty five at times. Um, but thirty three dollars, thirty two ninety nine. If you saw it at your local store for $32.99 at a store that very rarely has it, Ben, it was party liquors, right? Like you don't see it there. It was on the Ooh, special roof, or on the party. special cabinet. Um, are you picking that up? Are you buying it or no? Uh, Brendan, you go first. $32.99. I told you no earlier, but that was based on, TJ, your, that you had a full bottle of it yeah. as well as a store pick in your collection. If you were down to just one, I would say yes. The fact that you have two that you're rolling too deep there, I would say probably not. Given that I know that you, you know, you, you're trying to limit yourself a little bit there. But if you do not have Eagle Raider in your collection, all oh, that is a no-brainer. If you had one, I would lean towards yes. If you're again rolling with a couple, I would have said probably not. Ben, hmm. thirty-two ninety-nine. I, yeah, that's a good point to bring up. I have a full bottle unopened, and then I also have a store pick that has. Roughly 80%. Um, Are we doing this from the perspective of you or from the perspective of like not you? Well, no, if it was you, if you had okay. a full bottle and one with 80%. Oh, no. If I have a full bottle and one with 80% and that party licks, then uh, I probably wouldn't. But it, it also goes back to do you love Eagle Rare? If you love it, then you're buying a bottle that you love for 30 five dollars you know that's a what a bargain that is if you find it like average or like you know okay then and you already have it in your collection or a a bottle then there's no point if you don't have it if you never had it in your collection definitely buy it because then you know you can brag about it and you've had a chance to drink it and uh see if if you like it or not but even for example let's say you don't have or you have in your collection you don't enjoy it there's no point in buying you know, another bottle of it. So it just depends if you enjoy it or not. So I do enjoy it. And here's why I ended up going with it, just to, to talk to the folks and let them know why I bought it. I do enjoy it. Um, I don't go to Eagle Rare a ton. Um, in fact, I think the next time that I know that I'm going after Eagle Rare is um, last year on 4th of July, my wife and I made tomahawk ribeyes and watched Hamilton. Like that just felt like an, a very American thing to do. It, it and came Eagle out. Rare. That yeah, was, I had yeah. Eagle Rare with it. That was America. kind of a cool thing. So yeah. I know that I'm going for Eagle Rare in a couple of weeks here coming up. Yeah. Ben's like, Ben's like mm, I guess I need a 4th of July invite now. Uh, I need to be, in, I need to be in that room where it happened. Okay. Ah. <laughs> ah. um, uh, so, ben likes Basil Hayden this morning. Likes Bill's <laughs> <laughs> asked for a Basil. Um, so anyway, I think – I think that I didn't necessarily need this. And so I went with it because it is a fantastic gift. I will agree. It's a, a 30. Oh, Ben. That's the first time in show history that Ben's told me I've made a good point. Yeah. It's a 32, 33. So with tax $35 gift for somebody that if they're newer into bourbon or like my stepdad, for example, doesn't make it anywhere, but like, your ABCs and your Walmart liquors and your public. He's never even found a Buffalo trace, right? Just because he, he doesn't, he doesn't like search for that stuff. Like we do. He's not popping into liquor stores here and there. Like mm-hmm. we do. He's not looking. So, you know, father's day is coming up. I'm thinking about giving him that Eagle rare for father's day. He will flip out. And then his birthday is coming up just past that. And I'll give him something else, you know, like, so I just, to me, that's where the value is. It is man. This is a fantastic gift. So for me, it was a, a definite buy. I knew that I could find a reason for it. And or and, or, and if somebody mm-hmm. I knew wanted a bottle of Eagle Rare and couldn't find it, I'd say, give me 35 bucks and, and this is yours. So anyway, went with it. That was my reasoning, my justification. Can That's you buy that? Valid. Can you can you buy that and not so known it, Brendan? I can so known it. I don't think Ben's getting it. I can cock it. 
You're ridiculous. I also picked up a know. bottle of Jefferson Ocean small batch. Oh, I just um, got it. His last name's Cock. Oh, I got it. Jefferson's Reserve. Sorry, not the Jefferson's Ocean. Jefferson's Reserve, very old, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, very small batch. Uh, this is a at Walmart. This is a $48 bottle. It was on mm-hmm. sale for 25 bucks. So I figured that I don't know if this is worth for 48, but it to me it's probably worth the 25. So to I me, that's a good that Jefferson's. I could be wrong. I think it's MGP juice. So you got a nice bottle. I, if I'm not mistaken, a nice bottle of MGP juice for $25. But not bad. Can't complain about that. TJ muted himself. And yeah, muted himself. I was just going to see if one of you guys went next or if you were just going to wait for me to pass Oh, yeah. Week. Our turn. All right. Oh. I you are going to set me up. You're like, Brendan, what did you get this week? No. no. And you I guys- was going to pick this up and be like, oh, here's this ABC vault bag. And then you're going to oh be like, what's gosh. inside? And I was going to be like, this is a Four Roses barrel strength. Wow. Let me check it. Limited edition small batch. It's a lot of titles here. 2019 yeah. release. This is a 56.3% uh, alcohol by volume. Do the math there. I'm not sure how much proof that is, but uh, I got a vault uh, invite the other day, and I got this beautiful bad boy here. I've not cracked it yet, but... um. Do we know recipe that is, or are they, uh, they use a blend like their small batch? Let me just see. All right, let me see. I think it's going to be a blend. All right, the art and kind of early. This is great podcast material. Brendan reading. I will edit this all out. Oh, well, I, I don't know. Saber both. It does have like numbers at the back to say four, four, five, three, one, one, three, four, That's four, a skew zero. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the barcode mingled expertly to present so mingled to me is a fancy way of saying it's blending, definitely blended right yeah, right, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah okay. it's definitely blended uh, recipes it's mingled expertly to present elegant aromas of oak honey red raspberries and vanilla complimentary flavors of bright sweet fruits cinnamon bacon spices and mellow barrel flavors lead you to a rich soft and lasting finish it's call it nuanced and uniform so it gets really good reviews i'm excited for it uh i do like four roses quite a bit i think this will be Delightful. Ben? Nice. Um, oh, and I'm not pursuing anything right now. I am going to upstate New York in July. I'm trying to behave, not buy anything now, and see what the uh, the upstate market uh, shows right. in, in about a month or so. What about you, Ben? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't bought anything this week. I am pursuing that just got released. It probably will be a while before it hits our shelves, and it'll probably sell out and then be on the secondary market for multiple times. It's money, but... You might have talked. Did you talk about this last week? You're talking about it again? I may have. That's how excited I am about it. <laughs> I saw a review of it this week. Is it the Old Forester? Yeah, you mentioned it last week. Single barrel. Are you still pursuing it? Rye. Yeah, it's a continued pursuit. I it hit some shelves. It none in Florida, but it did hit some shelves this week. Right. I saw that. I watched a review of it this week. It was reviewed very highly. So I'm still in pursuit of that bottle. I probably won't be able to find it, but. I want it. Definitely want it. TJ. Clearly. We already me. did me. Um did we? Give it to no, me. did we? Yeah, I, that's what she said. Um, oh yeah. you no, what are you pursuing? You you purchased. Are you pursuing pursuing? I, I want that same bottle that Ben wants. So yeah. out of, uh, he's we out of luck. We need that bottle. We need that um, bottle. Need that. Um yeah, other than that, I don't know. I don't really have anything specific that I'm pursuing. Um, I'm kind of on the. I went out to buy a, uh, a an airplane bottle of uh, Maker's Mark and came back with an Eagle Rare and a Jefferson Small Batch. So that's oh, uh, that's how my day is going. So Wait, was the Eagle so, yeah, Rare? At, I'm trying to cut Walmart, that. TJ, the Eagle Rare was at Party Liquors. I went there oh, for the oh, mini of Maker's Cast or the Maker's uh, airplane, and they didn't have it. They were out of it. So. Um, Ooh, I got a bourbon story for you this week. Oh, Go kind on. Of re- yes. Kind of reiterating uh, the point of drink good bourbon when you got, you know, good friends around you. I got a buddy that flew in from L.A. this past week, and he hasn't been home since COVID. So I got to take the opportunity to start, you know, drinking some good bourbon with him. And so I had him, uh, mom and dad down the street uh, this past weekend. 
and I pulled out the good stuff. We ended up going with a uh, ABC uh, store pick of makers. Great. If you haven't had that, that's awesome. Um, I had a Wilderness Trail uh, store pick rye. I tried a Four Roses barrel strength or single barrel barrel strength uh, OBSK Tallahassee store pick. You can see the 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 trend here is store picks because they're great usually. Um, and the night ended with a Jack Daniels single barrel barrel strength rye, easily outshone everybody else on the table. It was wow. incredible. If you don't have that bottle, go out and try to find a bar that has it and taste it. But moral of the story is uh, I was able to kind of share a night with him, his parents, uh, kind of coming back into town, relaxing and having some great bottles together. And that's pretty much why we uh, drink bourbon. So again, drink good stuff with good people and you won't be disappointed. Yeah. I didn't mention this on Thursday night show. Um, cause we were kind of in a hurry and we, or last week's show, cause we we're kind of in a hurry and we did it kind of at a weird time. But, um, yeah, last Monday I had a buddy, Johnny, who, who listens to the show, um, come over. They were in town from Chicago. They come into town and out of town fairly regularly. Um, but we were hanging out. We kind of did the same thing, man. He was over. And so we, we tried some unique, some special things. We tried that Yellowstone pick that Ben has talked about. I'm trying to look right now. We tried the EHT straight rye. Um, we tried a few other things, but we also tried that Jack Daniels uh, barrel strength rye um, special release in 2020. So yeah, drink good bourbon, drink good whiskey with the people that you like. Um, Brendan talked about that on our last episode, drinking some good stuff as Pappy 15 with his My dad put in. ice in no. his Pappy. I send it back. If that's how he likes it, then he's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dad. Guys, do you have any shout-outs or anything before we get out of here? Nope. This is a fun episode. Just three guys talking about bourbon. The Burbs key. I enjoyed it. Always enjoy hanging out with you guys. We have a good time on here. If you guys can, follow us on social media. It is Bourbon on a Budget everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everything you've got. Bourbon on a Budget. Let us know what you're drinking. Let us know what you want us to review. We've taken some listener suggestions. We've thrown most of them in the trash, but we have taken some listener suggestions Ooh. and uh, done some different segments, done some different reviews based on what you guys have said. We have no clue what next week's episode is about. We what do you no guys clue. want us to replace next week? There you we go. You tell me. A replacement would be good. Yeah. Tell us what you want us to replace. What are you looking for that you can't find? Let us know. Wow, what are we really, going to do with that's that? That's not really the same. No, it's, that's a replacement. Like, you want to find it. You got to replace it with something uh, else. That's a replacement. Are you kidding me? Jeez. He, he made a good point. Yeah, he did. I, I, he? I, I like no, that. No, you're just saying that because he said you made a good point earlier. No, I have no I have no loyalty there. I mean, we're going to be friends either way. <laughs> I, make, I make great points all the time. <laughs> um. So, anyway, good time, guys, tonight. Thanks so much for hanging out. Check out our review of Maker's Mark that's coming out on Thursday morning of this week. Spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler. It's been spoiled. It's, you guys are spoiled because of my problem. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers. <laughs>